Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Vanessa Ugati. Vanessa, you are a keynote sales speaker, trainer, coach, and author, and you teach people how to get paid their true worth. You are found on the web at both vanessaugati.com and thetrueworthexpert.com. Vanessa, thank you for joining us. It's my absolute pleasure, Josh, and thank you so much for inviting me. Absolutely. Okay. So give us an overview of the impact that you have in the world. What do you do? Would you like me to tell my story first? Or uh, then let's let's uh, give just a very high level overview of, of like, so someone's like, well, who's Vanessa? What what's been what does Vanessa do? And we and I already kind of teased it, right? About helping people find their true worth expert. Like, I guess how do you do that or who do you work with? So really what it is is about enabling people to stop underestimating, discounting, over-servicing, working with the wrong clients. I have a name for them. Are we allowed to be slightly rude, Josh? (laughs) Piter clients, pain in the mm, clients, because so many people who are really good at what they do, really conscientious people, they love what they do. They find themselves bending over backwards to help people, but at the expense of their business and and at the expense of themselves. So I talk about um, an equilateral triangle, a triangle of balance. And I think that's what we all need now in the world. So you're creating value for your clients, an absolute must, but you're also making sure at the same time you're creating value for your business and you're taking care of yourself. And what I notice is that people will do the first. They'll create value for their clients. They'll think less about their own business and they think even less about themselves. And that's a recipe for disaster. So my work is about people charging properly, but it's also about making sure they look after themselves. And actually, when you do that, when you do that in a balanced way, the client gets serviced better. The Mm. business is stronger, so it's able to help more people. And the person who's, or the people who are doing it, feel better about themselves physically and emotionally. So I see it as a very holistic approach to sales. And I wouldn't call myself the sort of hard-nosed sales type person. That is definitely not me. How do you know that this is a problem? Because I guess I found out some years ago when I first started, I think maybe this is where my story would come in, Josh, as to how I came about doing this. Because it's not something you say one morning when you wake up, oh, I think I'll be the true worth expert and I think I'll teach people to get paid their true worth. Nobody actually does that. So are you happy for me to do that? Just tell my story? Yeah, yeah, please, please, please. Yes. And, And this will then show how I also found out. 
So <laughs> I was already coaching people, helping professionals overcome, you know, the mental barriers that get in the way of them moving forward, their limiting beliefs, all that kind of stuff, confidence, mindset. But there was a niggle in the back of my mind saying there's something else, but I just didn't know what it was. So I guess I was looking for inspiration and I stumbled across a marketing program back in 2012, 2013 for coaches that said, you've got to have a niche. And I thought, well, I've heard about this niching thing, but I don't know what my niche is and I certainly don't know how to create it. So after a bit of procrastination, I signed up for this program. And on one of the first workshops, they said, uh, write down all the things you're interested in. So I scribbled a load of things down. And amongst those subjects was this subject of value or worth or charging your worth. And they said to me, that's marketable. But Josh, I had no idea how that had appeared on the piece of paper at the time. And because they said that's marketable, I said, well, you're the experts. I'm going to take a leap of faith. And I guess taking leaps of faith, I think, is necessary if you're mm. an entrepreneur. And sometimes, you know, trusting your own instincts and also trusting other people um, who are experts. So off I went networking. And I'm guessing in the States, people network as well, as you know, formal networking. And I just started asking questions about people's ability to charge and I found out pretty quickly that this thing of undercharging and discounting and over-servicing, particularly among professional people who are literally selling their time for money, was a really commonplace problem. And that was the first indication I had that I was on the right track. So until then, I didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. So I thought, tick, that's it. So then I started looking at clients that um, I'd been working with or coaching in general who are in business. And I noticed, and I hadn't been aware, that I'd been helping some of them on the charging side because if they lack confidence in one area, almost bound to be a problem with the charging side. And then finally, I turned the spotlight on myself. And that was pretty horrendous because that's when I discovered I was clueless when it came to charging totally clueless, embarrassed, knew nothing about sales and um, really didn't want to talk about money because it just felt so dirty. Mm. Mm. So that was a real sort of wake up call for me and a light bulb moment when I realized that, you know, the unconscious mind knows more about ourselves than we actually do consciously. And it had been prompting me to do this because it knew I needed to solve the problem for myself. So the journey began. And then um, I guess, and, and then the last thing that happened at that time was that, you know, when you're in a bed half awake and half asleep, it's quite a nice feeling. That's when the conscious mind has gone to sleep, but the unconscious mind is still awake. And a formula appeared in my mind. And that sort of encapsulated for me what I was about to do and set, you know, set on this path of creating. And this original formula was UV, understand your value plus CV, communicate your value, plus CD, confident delivering fees, equals CW, charging what you're worth. And when I perceived, I can only use the word perceived because I don't know how else to say it when it's in your mind, this formula, I knew it was correct, even though I didn't know how. So it sounds a bit crazy, this story, but it's the absolute truth. 
Yeah. And so I started then creating from there, of course, with help on this program, etc., and getting the stuff down and understanding and talking to people and sharing stuff with people. And I have discovered over a period of quite a long period of time that this is a human problem. It's a global problem. It doesn't matter where people were born, <laughs> how old they are, what their background is, none of the labels that we put on. Because I think at first I thought it was just the Brits that had a problem. No. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You know? right? And I've even been told, oh, American people don't have this problem, right? No. Oh, I think you do. <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and obviously the power of LinkedIn, isn't it, is that, you know, you've got people from all over the world. And when you get people engaging with you from different parts of the world, you're going, yep, 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 yep. I know now that what I say totally resonates because I say this, Josh, that I see it as a line and everybody's on that line. At one end, you've got 0% confidence in talking about fees. At the other end, you've got 100% confidence in talking about fees and everybody's along there somewhere. You might have a few who are 100% confident all the time. Um, you might have some people who are really bad at it at the other end and everybody else is somewhere along the line. And I would also say that even if people have got perfect processes and they've nailed it, they can still have a time when they don't feel confident because mm. somebody in front of them, they might perceive that person as better than them or higher up than them or something is triggered, you know, because we are human beings, aren't we? We're not machines. Yeah. And so from my perspective, I discovered really by creating this thing that people resonate with it and that it's common. And everybody that I speak to says, yes, either they've had it, they have it sometimes, or they have it a lot. Whether people want to do anything about it or not, then, of course, is up to them to decide, do I need to do something? So that's really the story. And then in the last couple of years, I've brought it further I've expanded, if you like, the methodology in calling it true worth. And each letter has a meaning and a part of the process, if you like, that I go to go through, which encapsulates this whole idea of the holistic approach. Um, And it, you know, and it works and it makes perfect sense. I think that's the thing. It makes sense to people and therefore it resonates, doesn't it? That's it. Yes. My story. Yeah. Um, Vanessa, how do most people come up with pricing typically? Because like if, if I'm a consultant, um, what do you see in terms of like, uh, like how did someone come to a price? So what's, what's, what's a very common experience as you start talking with someone about, let me ask you, why are you charging $150 an hour? Or why are you charging, you know, $1,200 for that package? What are the answers that you get most commonly? I don't, I don't necessarily know that people know why they pick a figure. Maybe they've heard somebody else is doing it. They just, it's, it's, it's probably something that they've heard. I don't necessarily know, but also it's where they're comfortable. And I think that's the key thing. Mm. You know, if somebody doesn't have confidence in themselves, they are going to keep their price low. So there'll be a lot of people who undercharge because they don't feel that people can afford it or will pay what they do charge. So a lot of it's driven by the emotion. Um, It's not necessarily logic. 
And I say that, you know, human beings are complex, irrational and emotional. So that doesn't really surprise me. How when I think about how I did it, I I don't think it's um, I don't think I did it through a process. I think I've gradually pushed my fees up into where I think actually there is value in what I do. And this is what I'm going to charge. And then you get comfortable with it. But if you're not comfortable with it, you're not actually going to be able to charge it. So it's, I think it's an emotional decision that people have um, about what they're going to charge. I mean, obviously, if they're in an organisation, it might be imposed on them. And that, mm-hmm. that is also a challenge because if you are somebody who um, has been given your a charge-out rate for yourself, for you to apply, but you're employed, not self-employed, mm-hmm. the challenge is if that person does not feel comfortable with that amount of money if they think it's a lot to charge they will move heaven and earth to undervalue it to cut it yeah. to discount it to over service the client because you know as human beings we're motivated by pleasure or by pain yeah. so we're either moving towards pleasure or moving away from pain and if it feels uncomfortable they'll get right we'll discount yeah even though it seems irrational that's what people will do so i think it's an emotional decision that people yeah make. I want to talk about this, right? Because here's my here's my thinking on this. I'm a big fan of value based pricing, and I um, pricing. I'd like to change the, the the thinking on this, right? Pricing has nothing to do with you as the client, or I'm sorry, it has nothing to do with you as the consultant, service provider, agency owner, or whatever. It has nothing to do with you. So get, stop with that, right? So instead, it has everything to do with the client. And so sometimes I think, and I'd love your take on this, Vanessa, we are afraid that if we say, well, I'm going to raise my price from, you know, $1,500 a month to $3,000 a month. And you know what? The fear is that not as many people are going to buy our product. And you know what? That may be true, but think about this for a second, right? And, And again, you're the, I'd love your take on this. But now, let's say you have 50% fewer clients or, or half the clients you had before, but now you're charging $3,000 a month instead of $1,500 a month. Your profit margin is significantly higher where now you have the budget to improve systems, to hire better people, to, to provide a better outcome. I would argue that you have a moral obligation to charge more, to provide more consistent and better outcomes for your clients. That's my take on it. Vanessa, what do you think? I totally agree because it should never be about quantity. I think a lot of professions, for example, have been um, forced in a way or feel the need to, uh, I heard this expression, hunt on the prairie and grab everything. And that's not where I come from. And it's not what I teach either. I say to people, be discerning about who you're taking on. Then when you're discerning, you can charge more effectively. You don't want every client under the sun. You don't want the the ones who don't really want to pay you. And it's better to have quality than quantity. And yes, I think a lot of people don't like the word no. So they're scared of losing yeah. clients. I, you know, I, I even remember in the past working with this firm of accountants and saying, you know, you've really got to get rid of your rubbish clients. I mean, I would have probably phrased it better than that. <laughs> but, you know, you've got to get rid of those clients that, yeah. 
that are draining your resources, that don't pay you very much and actually are costing you money. But they're costing you money and they're costing you time. Why would you want to keep them? And yet there was such resistance in doing that. So, yes, it's about being brave and saying, look, this is the value that I bring to clients. Of course, there will be clients who won't pay it because maybe the value isn't the same for them because maybe they're not in the right place to have it. But there'll be others who will say, yes, absolutely, there is value in this and I'm going to do it. And not to take anything personally, isn't it? So if somebody says no, they're not rejecting you as a person. They're just saying no to your service. Either it means you, either it means they're not the right client or they haven't actually understood the value of what you can do for them because you really want people to get an ROI, don't you? Otherwise, why are you providing a service if they're not getting something worthwhile? So I agree entirely with what you're saying. It should never be about quantity. It should be about quality. The better you're charging, the better you could serve your clients. Mm -hmm. The better you, you serve your clients, the better quality clients you have. And those people are likely to know other people who are at the same level. It's it's all very logical. I don't see anything illogical in that. But human beings are not logical and they are driven by fear so often. And if we think what's been going on in the world over the last two years, and we have all shared this, no matter, haven't we, where we are in the world, different experiences, but the same general theme. Fear has been rife and fear has been pumped out by the media consistently for a long period of time. And that probably hasn't done any, um, hasn't helped people at all with this because they just want to hang on to what they've got. But I think that the way to go is, you know, if I could get the whole world to be thinking about charging their true worth, making sure they were looking after their clients, looking after their business and looking after themselves, that actually could change the world. Now, you know, I can't necessarily get everybody to do that. But it's so important, not just for the business or the client, but for you as the person, as the entrepreneur, because typically entrepreneurs work themselves up to death. And maybe sometimes it's better to step back and say, how can I do what I'm doing for less people, for more money and make it work for those people and for me? Instead of thinking you've got to be all things to all people. So we agree, don't we? No. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, and it's, listen, it's not up to you to judge what your client wants to pay for your service. If they see you have, there's a percentage of clients out there and they will anchor the value of your outcomes to the price that you charge. So if you only charge $1,500 a month, when you should be charging $4,000 a month, those to me, those are two different, um, like, Orders of, those are completely two different product categories, in my opinion. And if if the four thousand dollar a month uh, service is appropriate for me based on the outcomes that I need, I don't want the fifteen hundred dollars a month. I say no, and and I deal with this all the time because we we deal a lot with helping people, you know, attract high ticket um, clients for their high ticket offers. So man, Vanessa, I am with you all the way. How do people work with you um, when they go to your website, either the trueworthexpert.com or vanessayugati.com? What do they do? Like, how do they, they're not ready to hire you immediately, but how can they continue in that relationship with you? 
So on the VanessaUgetti.com, you can subscribe there. I haven't actually done that on Vanessa, sorry, on the TrueWorthExpert.com. You can subscribe and get a copy of the um, the little book, uh, True Worth, and um, through VanessaUgetti.com because it's the speaking side. I would then obviously just expect people to contact me, but I'm also being proactive in terms of looking for the right speaking opportunities that um, where I can spread this message more because I just think it's speaking is a great way of being able to get that message out um, to people and help people quite quickly actually because people who are ready and open to listen they can have a shift just from hearing a keynote of course there's more work that can be done it's not that you get everything necessarily but just getting I mean I've had people say to me when they heard me speak oh my god you know I've completely changed the way I look at that Mm. And that shift has meant they can make a completely different decision, even about which way they're going in their business. Like, I've let go of that thing. I'm going to aim at that. And that, of course, is going to pay me better than that. I've let go of the guilt of worrying about what I'm charging. You know, the, so so they can contact me and, you know, they can just send me an email, frankly, <laughs> and I, or send me a message through LinkedIn. It doesn't really matter. I will jump on anything if people contact me. I'm not somebody who is slow at responding because I think that's disrespectful and it doesn't show that you're interested. So, yeah. yes, feel free to get in touch. If somebody gets in touch, if it, you know, I will assess, is this a, a training thing? Is this a coaching thing? You know, and then the next step will be different, whether it's training or coaching or speaking, of course. Yeah, fantastic. Vanessa Ugotti, you are the True Worth Expert. You're found on the web at thetrueworthexpert.com and vanessaugotti.com. Uh, to our listener, just click on the little eye icon or the show notes or however you get to just keep clicking around. You'll find it and you'll find a direct link to Vanessa's website. Vanessa, thank you so much for joining us. That's fantastic. And of course, if you just type my name in Google, there is only one Vanessa Ugatti in the world. So you'll <laughs> find me. <laughs> you know, problem. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, Vanessa. That's a great pleasure, Josh. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? 
please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.